0: Hey everybody, what's up? It's Chase. Uh, welcome to another episode of the show. Today's a micro show. And I wanted to take just a couple of minutes today. This is going to be a short one, but I wanted to explore a moment uh, around the concept of following your fear. And In order to orient us, I want to start off by, with a little reminder, this idea that creative thinking, it can be hard, right? It takes energy. And our, our little three-pound brain uh, that thing between our ears, even though it 's only three pounds, it burns twenty percent of our body 's calories so let's let 's be clear there 's a lot of work that goes into all that creative thinking and you know parallel to that, these ideas that we generate, these new ideas, they tend to be disruptive to our lives and to you know the people around us. After all, most folks, and sometimes our life, you know, has inertia, just, you know, those things that are in motion stay in motion and want us to keep going the same direction. Uh, but when, when most people are just trying to get things done, it's, you know, these creative ideas, they take, uh, they take up time and space and energy and, and they get in the way, right? For example, that's why the industrial age had no time for creative thinking by the mass of individuals, Right. It would have lowered the efficiency of the factories. Um, That's why school took shape the way it did, because we didn't have time for creative exploration and we didn't make time for schedules of, you know, people whose um, optimum learning times were different or whose subjects that they wanted to pursue could be, you know, deviate from the mass culture and so we start to put these ideas together, these ideas of, of how much energy it takes and things in motion, and, and yet there's a way of doing things that culture is prescribing. And in a way, all schools, for example, they're prep schools, right? Some prepare you. Most, I will say, prepare you for industrial age careers. You know, your teachers, your parents, they meant well. But let's be real, right? Our educational system It was developed, it was designed using a 20th century factory as the model, not with optimization or creating amazing ideas or to tap into individual potential through exploring your own path, right? Efficiency was the mantra, not creativity, not diversity of thought and think about it right being told over and over to sit still to to raise your hands and to use the number 2 pencil to fill in the little bubbles on the scantron multiple choice test all that coercion all that um cajoling had an effect on you and from an early age you know we spend like 7 hours a day 180 roughly 180 days a year in a classroom. Now, if we head to college, then we've been heads down at desks for like 15,000 hours. And you know, all, we all know the mantra, right? If it takes 10,000 hours to achieve mastery in a subject, think about it. If you've been going to school, sitting down, using a number two pencil, raising your hand, sitting, sitting still, not talking when someone else is talking. If it takes 10,000 hours to achieve mastery, what have you mastered? at the end of 15,000 hours of going to school in a way that we, to be frank, weren't meant to go to school. You're not being disruptive, doing whatever it takes to make the grade. Those are the things that you master in a system that, now to be clear, this system has served its purpose. But that purpose that it served is eroding. It's, it's serving something around the factory, not the future. So after all of the training that you went through, sitting here listening to this thing, however far past those days of school you may be, you may just be emerging, you may it may be 25, 30 years in your past. After all of the training, it takes a very stubborn thick um, little rebel to maintain some originality, some whimsy, if you can maintain your vitality having come through all that you've been through, you are ahead of the game. So that's my ask of you. What is it that you're doing today to get out of the system that you were undeniably and again, I'm, I think I'm speaking to 99% of the people that you were pushed through in schooling. That's not to say that schooling has a bad um, goal in mind. The end in mind is, is virtuous, but anything in a mass culture that treats everything like a widget, it's, it's going to have some serious downsides. So if you even just the fact that you're reading this right now or thinking about this right now or listening to this right now or paying attention to what I'm saying, you're aware of it, right? That said, you still need to excavate. You still need to unlearn or maybe relearn how to access your unbridled creativity. By tapping into that raw part of yourself, That gave you joy before you were programmed, again, with the best intentions in mind by your career counselor, by your parents, by your friends, by your parents' friends, by TV. We all have to relearn how to access the part of our heart and our mind. The raw part of ourself that gives us joy, that gives us vision, that gives us passion to do something interesting with this one precious life. To be fair, just by participating, by being in a mass cultured society, we are somewhat pasteurized by these ideas. So how then do we find this buried, however buried it may or may not be, how do we find that hidden vitality. My prescription is to follow your fear. Ask yourself, what are the things that make you weird, that make you quirky? What are some of the things about yourself that you're most unwilling to share, that you're, you fear sharing? What are the parts of yourself that you find to be weird or ugly or distasteful or scary or unacceptable? Maybe it's that you resent your sister who always got your parents' attention or approval, even though she's always been amazing to you. Maybe it's that you're not sure you're in love with your spouse anymore. Maybe for all your talk about beauty being internal, you wish you were 10 years younger, or four inches taller, or 10 pounds lighter, or better at this thing than that. Whatever. It is pull it out. This is where we've got fear. This is where you have fear. Pull it out and look at this stuff. Tap into these painful areas because while it may be painful, this is where your personal magic, so much of your magic is waiting. It's your authentic, your vulnerable parts that are jet fuel for your most creative work. Now, that is my ask of you this week. I'm not suggesting that you enter therapy, although although if you haven't done some work on the childhood trauma and these weird quirky things that made you be the way that you are, protective or uh, scared or careful or care less. I can't prescribe that you um, do the work or ignore the work. But I do know one thing. It's that listening to that quirky individual side of yourself that's starting to live in line with your authentic whole self is a path to magic. It is where the best stuff, if you start creating work around those items, those parts of yourself, letting them shine, putting that out there, you will find that that is jet fuel. It's pure power for your most creative stuff. So uh, my ask is that you now share back with me. Did you do any of this stuff? How has it felt? And were you able to tap into anything? This is not going to happen overnight or, you know, the first exercise But I believe that if you're journaling every day or you're painting every day or you are coding something special and you want it to reflect you, your personality, your actual soul, that by doing this repeatedly in small, lightweight ways, you start putting these scary, ugly, quirky bits into your work that you will find, A, you're going to feel a heck of a lot better and B, your work will stand out because it will be undeniably you well that was an awesome show but hey before you go i want you to know that i am grateful to have your ears your attention to have you be a part of this community it means the world to me second if you want to uh tighten our community our relationship i would invite you to text me that's right i respond these are my thumbs my phone number on the other side of this and i would love to hear from you let me know what you think um, if this is helping, hurting, what you want to see more of, less of, and otherwise just connect with yours truly personally at the following number. Are you ready? 206-309-5177. That's 206-309-5177. And those are my thumbs on the other end of that text and back. I'm able to get back to you sometimes in two minutes. Maybe other times it takes me two days, but I can't wait to hear from you and uh, start a little chit chat. So again, thanks for listening to the show. Stay tuned for another episode soon.